Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. This is the Daily Tech News Show for Friday, December 27th, 2019 in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Redwood, I'm Sarah Lane. From Studio Snubs, I'm Shannon Morse. Uh, from Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. <laughs> and from the Podfeet Podcast Empire, this is Allison Sheridan. The clever. Oh, sorry, Roger. Oh, it's it's okay. Uh, and uh, I'm Roger Chang, the show's producer. The uh, clever folks among you may realize that this is exactly the same assemblage of people that we did last year for the predictions episode. And this is something I love to do. Uh, we did it at Buzz Out Loud. We do it uh, at Daily Tech News Show. We did it at Tech News Today. It's a chance for us to look at the predictions we made last year and see just how great we did. How amazingly accurate all of our predictions were. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being able to, to come back together uh, today and look at your predictions straight in the eye and decide whether they were true or not. Uh, we'll, we'll sort of take a community approach to that. And, and Sarah, we'll start with you. Uh, what was your <laughs> first of your two predictions last year? The first of my two predictions uh, was henceforth. Apple will start stop rather selling the HomePod and instead insert Siri into competing smart speakers. I didn't have a lot of faith in Apple at the time, not because the HomePod isn't a good product, but because they were late to the game and it was also very expensive. I did not get this correctly. Uh, what ended up happening over the last year, as you might recall, back in April, Apple lowered the price of HomePods. Uh, down to about two ninety nine. Uh, it was three forty nine, and you think, okay, well, maybe they're you know maybe they're hurting a little bit. Not that I would be rooting for the HomePod to die, but I was kind of thinking of my tech prediction, thinking I'm so smart. No one else thought that this was going to happen, and the market share as of August, um, according to certain data had not really risen based on that price cut. HomePod was about five percent, way behind, obviously. Amazon and Google competing products, but this did not happen as as I thought it would. HomeKit has been added to a variety of smart TVs over the last year, but uh, but Apple did not do the 180 that I thought might happen. I think I, that was a logical guess. 
I would have. <laughs> maybe they should have. I feel like stopping selling the HomePod was a decent bet. I could see them pulling it off the market, possibly, or or replacing it with something new, like HomePod sure. 2, right? Uh, they didn't do that. That's surprising to me. Siri, I feel like eventually they might do that, but it was just, it just wasn't going to happen this soon. Yeah, I uh, I can't take credit for this. I thought, can I sort of take credit for them at least? <laughs> Give it a little bit of a price drop? No. no, I got this one wrong. I just got it wrong. All right, what about your next so, one? Uh, did you do next- better on your other one? <laughs> I wish I could say yes, Tom. Uh, <laughs> I predicted in the smart uh, video devices category, such as Facebook Portal, uh, they will be shunned by the public and will not last the year. Mm. Now, I will say Facebook Portal hasn't gotten a lot of love by anybody that I know, no. but it is alive and well, and a lot of Black Friday deals for Facebook Portal um, and competing video products, um, Echo Show, for example. Nest Home, yeah. Nest Home, alive and well, alive and well. I don't, uh, and I think, I believe that it was either in our tech predictions of last year or some sort of a episode of DTNS around that time, I kind of said, I just don't really get it. And I got more than one frustrated emailer in just saying, well, just because you don't get it doesn't mean that it's not really helpful for me. And that is true. And that is why I will go ahead and eat my lunch here because I'm over for 2. Yeah. And this one, it went the opposite. Instead, we saw more models. We saw Amazon come up with multiple versions and different screen sizes and the same for, for Google. And in fact, integrated into the Nest brand and, and all of that. So, so it's, you know, sometimes you, you make a bet and things just go the opposite way. Has anyone on our panel uh, uh, either bought the Facebook portal or had a lot of experience with it? Because I have not. I know that there's been some kind of, well, it's Facebook. You know, this is the last company that I'm going to buy one of these things from. But I get the impression that the company feels pretty confident that it's going to con- continue to capture some market value. Yeah, I, I, I have not. But it's more uh, because I don't trust Facebook's hardware because they don't really have a track record with it than it is necessarily any particular uh, fear of Facebook data harvesting, considering that the other key players in the space are Amazon and Google, which are doing the same thing, just in different ways. <laughs> I also have not had any experience with the Facebook portal, but I have tried other devices like Lenovo has a smart hub and also the Google one as well. And I feel like that market is kind of exploding right now. We've seen a whole bunch of them. I mean, not just from the major players, but some of the smaller players as well, because it's so easy to integrate the smart voice assistants now. So I think if anything, we're going to see that market grow larger and larger. I didn't realize that it was really taking off until one of my fam- family members asked for an Echo Show for Christmas. And I was like, really? That's a thing? Uh, <laughs> you know, you, you, and, and you want to know what, uh, uh, Allison? That has been the gift that I have gotten for uh, – it's all of my, my wife's family out in Ohio and, and my mom and brother – out in in Florida, they're all getting Echo shows. Uh, so sorry to spoil Christmas if any of them are listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, well but it's December twenty seventh, Justin. So they already know. You yeah, know, I right. think I think part of it is a. It's just another device, and especially for my my brother and his wife that have two kids, it's just another device that they can use uh, either in the kitchen or to distract the kids. And then it's also. It, it, you know, it is one of those form defines function kind of things where 
yes, of course, we all have FaceTime or or Duo or something like that to do voice chat, but having a little dedicated mirror where you can communicate with uh, friends and family is uh, an, an attractive idea. I think for whatever reason, 2019, it clicked, despite the fact these things have been out for years. I think if you'd narrowed it to Facebook portal wouldn't last the year, I would have... I would have supported this. It still did. Uh, but I, I can't imagine Facebook portal lasts another yeah. year. Like, that. come on. I, I, well, that's I know, what I, I thought know. a year yeah, ago. Right. I, I believe that this prediction came from Facebook portal because at the time it was brand new and it didn't make a lot of sense to me. And so I sort of said, well, this, you know, Facebook portal dies. It's probably because the form factor is not necessary for a lot of folks. But as we're hearing now, uh, people love it. All right, Shannon, let's move over to your two predictions. Uh, How'd you do? Yeah, well, speaking of user security, uh, my first one was paranoia will create regulations in the privacy and tech sector, sweeping more countries than just the EU's GDPR. So I suspected that we would see major tech companies hit with large-scale fines from GDPR. Now, for that last part, if I said just large-scale fines, I would have gotten it right because we did see the FTC (laughs) fine Facebook $5 billion for a privacy settlement. So we did see that. Uh, We also did see a real estate company in Germany get fined via the GDPR for 14.5 million euros. So you know, that's a decent amount of money, but it's not a tech company. It's not a large tech Mm -hmm. company. Um, And as far as hearing about sweeping more countries with GDPR-esque type of legislation, we haven't seen that yet. Um, It's been very slow. I mean, it's government work, so go figure. But we did see the CCPA in California. Uh, That is going to be enacted in January, and that's the California Consumer Privacy Act, I believe it's called. Uh, And a lot of people are suspecting that that might end up making the rest of the U.S., Uh, states start to take security more seriously and maybe create other legislation. But we haven't seen anything sweeping for any other countries like we have in Europe. So there's some things moving. There's traction as far as my predictions go, but none of it I could say like straight up like, yes, I got this right. We are seeing a lot of movement for proposing federal legislation now that CCPA is coming in uh, on both exactly. sides of the aisle. So, so you may see that still happen. What do, what do you think, panel? Do we give her partial credit on any of this? I think we have to give her partial credit because yeah. of the CPA stuff. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm awarding partial credit. <laughs> Thanks, I, guys. I, I, too, believe you deserve partial credit. Thanks. All right. Well, uh, you may you may go for a win there. How'd you do on your other one? I, I don't think I'll go for a win oh, no. on this one. Uh, my second <laughs> one was that AI will be used in cyber espionage campaigns and social engineering, uh, which may have happened, but we did not see any kind of public publicized news about anything like that happening. Uh, I did read that there are a lot of businesses trying to start using AI to thwart hackers, uh, but nothing really vice versa. So I'm still waiting for this to happen. I feel like it's still going to happen, but 2019 was just not the year for hackers to figure out AI. So we're we're still waiting on that factor. Keep this one rolling, huh, Shannon? Yeah, we'll keep this one rolling. Now, Allison, you did make a, was it a prediction that you made in 2017? 
Well, this is bad for me to try to remember, but according to our notes, we say that <laughs> Allison gets a quarter of a point if evidence proves AI was used to social engineer hacks and campaigns in 2017. But that doesn't make any sense. We must have met 2019 or 2016. Yeah. Probably not exactly. Yeah. So if we <laughs> say it's 2016, I mean, technically, the conversation uh, reports that uh, highly sophisticated micro-targeting operations. Uh, I lost my place. Relied on big data and machine learning to influence people's emotions. Different voters receive different messages based on predictions about their susceptibility to different arguments. That would suggest that I got credit. What do you guys think? I would uh, think so. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure I even understand what I said before, so I'm stretching here. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. So, so basically, the only thing is that whenever these kind of things wind up getting reported, you have to sort of take a grain of salt with sophisticated micro targeting because it probably just means they bought Facebook ads. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but did it use machine learning? If it, if it used machine learning, then yeah, no, they were they were crunching the 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 numbers, and again, it was probably fairly routine of just saying like if you're in a facebook group that uh or or people from this facebook group uh would probably be po'd about a certain language but yeah i i think it's i i think it it it, it, it tracks i don't know i think, I, I think you, you you would have had to have an election break in or something like that uh I, I might i might hold the line a little bit on this one i'm not sure because this is just emotions, not actually like attempted yeah. manipulation not, not of change. of behavior is different than than a hack into a campaign or social engineering. I, as far yeah. as my context goes, I was thinking more along the lines of hackers hacking into like industrial control systems mm -hmm. with AI, and we didn't see anything like that. Um, so I wasn't thinking along the same lines as Allison, uh, but I think both of those. Uh, have a place. I mean, it's definitely going to become a concern if it's not that much of a concern yet. Yeah, you may have just been too I'm early on I'm that one. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm I'm going to have to side with Tom on this. I don't think I get the quarter <laughs> point. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, you were trying to surf in on Shannon's anyway, so it would have been just bonus <laughs> material to begin with. Right. All right, Allison, let's actually look at your predictions yourself. Start with your first one. How'd you do? I may not even need that quarter point. My first prediction was Google will finally come out with a single unified messaging service that actually works. It will fail to get immediate adoption because no one trusts them not to drop things anymore. Eventually, it will be widely adopted, but not till 2020. So <laughs> they did start to move people to messages and they did right. uh, they did something with uh, RCS where they're, they're trying to improve messages. Yeah, so they got rid of Allo and Hangouts, so they consolidated down to five messaging apps. <laughs> so that was that was clearly in the direction I was going. Um, but, I mean, it's not like they invented RCS or anything, right? They're just saying let's put RCS just in Android messages. It. Yeah, yeah. And they only did that a, a what a month and a half ago, the middle of November. Right. Um, so technically, it might be the single unified messaging service that actually works. And it was not universally ad widely adopted. And what do you and, think? And they are retiring Hangouts. They haven't yes, done right? it yet, but they've announced that it is sunsetted. Duo, they've turned into like, this isn't a messaging service. This is FaceTime. This is a phone calling, yeah. uh, video calling. I think you get at least partial credit on this. 
I would give her full points, man. That's, I mean, it was a very good prediction if you think about RCS. I've already adopted RCS for my non-signal, you know, non-pro encryption friends and family. (laughs) And uh, so far it's working great. So I I do think that we're going to see pretty good adoption next year, uh, given that messages does work. And I can say that from experience. So actually works. Not widely adopted because they just did it a month ago. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I give you, I give you thumbs up on this one. Yeah, I think yep. I think we're all in the same boat. We're going to give you thumbs up on that one. What about your next one? Well, Apple's TV app will come to another service like Roku or Amazon. Oh! <laughs> that is that is a one hundred. You are number one. You got two for two. Wow. And and it came to Roku and Amazon. And Amazon. I know. <laughs> like, how did Samsung. I do it? Just to, you know, icing on the cake. How did you uh, know I, I these have... things? Oh, I crowdsourced my predictions. I'm terrible <laughs> at this. I didn't write any of these. <laughs> well, this, this was the pick because uh, uh, at this point last year, we we were aware of Apple TV that they were probably going to launch in the next year. And that would be the reason. That is the reason why they wound up putting their their tv app on the other services but uh still full credit for for knocking this one out of the park this may be i you know we'd have to go back and and double check this may be the most correct prediction that we've ever had like there's no room for interpretation here like apple's tv app did come to roku and amazon full stop specific too I mean, it wasn't a general one right yeah no it was pretty it was very specific you even named names so uh well done 110%. 110%. Uh, and, Share and credit with the Nocilla Castaways who wrote it. <laughs> they had to do this, too. Like they, It's possible that they, they might not have done it because they're Apple, but to make Apple TV Plus successful, they had to be doing this. And, and so it makes sense right. to me that they did. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet 
strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed, and Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model in the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. All right, Justin Robert Young, we turn to you now. How did you do with your first one? Not so good, Al. Uh, Snap (laughs) will sell, which not only did it not sell to anybody, but it has uh, uh, tripled its stock value since I made this. (laughs) Making it less likely to be sold. Far less likely. Yeah, I mean, uh, this was pretty much at the height of, uh, you know, there was another push on the spectacles last year. Instagram had so thoroughly kind of... uh, uh, taken a lot of the the uh, market share at least of those stories thing but that being said stories have endured this is just a a tremendous way that people like to share so if uh, uh every other service is adding stories-esque versions uh of of themselves so they can continue to add users then snap has not only uh gotten themselves uh, uh into a good space but the the business seems to be thriving I feel like I'm surprised how well Snap is doing a year later. I really did. I wasn't sure they would be sold, but I really did feel like Snap was fading away. And uh, they haven't. Uh, in fact, if, if anything, they, they've reconsolidated their position and, and, and weathered the storm and seem to be on, on the rise again a little bit. Well, they did have a big surge in those lenses. You remember there was there was a, like a yeah. couple of week period where everybody was a woman turning into a man and vice versa and looking old or whatever. Everybody went bananas, at least for a couple of weeks in a row there. I, I mean, I know my family. All we did was sit around, and make each other laugh for a couple of weeks with it. Yeah. You know, it, it certainly was able to maintain its its relevancy. And also uh, there is uh, just a very winning position for them as their user base does get a little older. And we've something that I've noticed a lot in in 2019 is a social strata for demographics and social networks that it's like it in the early days we were so used to it's like oh, no, the, the the youth will go to the new thing, and we will all move in a herd. And that was just the early adopters because Facebook is an older demo. Twitter is a, a, a middle-of-the-road demo. And now you're seeing Snap and Instagram and uh, TikTok be their own kind of social strata for uh, age-wise. So Snap will just live on. And as they get older, you know, people who are selling cars will be able to sell them cars. <laughs> I wonder how much the, the 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 TikTok folks and the rise of TikTok will eventually eat into Snap to the point that it is suffering. Hasn't happened yet, even the, though TikTok the, is, has the, the the thing that Snap has. No matter how weird it is to use, uh, it is a vital messaging app for mm-hmm. its key demographic, and that is something that, as of now, TikTok really isn't. TikTok is shooting, editing, watching videos. Uh, and Snap is just an integral part of life for many uh, for many people. I wonder if TikTok isn't helping Snap in an odd way, where people yeah. are looking at TikTok, consuming the videos, and then wanting to talk to someone about it in a similar form, right? They yep. seem to kind of go hand in hand, sort of like Facebook and Twitter for us old people. <laughs> 
Yeah. Calling old. How many people here use <laughs> Snapchat? I oh, haven't opened Snapchat. up Snapchat in over a year. Same. Yeah, it's been. I it's even been. get notifications when someone's added me as a friend, and I'm so lazy, I just haven't turned those off. So I've <laughs> I've gained quite a few friends over the last year, and I haven't opened it once. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> that is that is a big mood, big mood. <laughs> My now, my, mind you, these are not friends that I actually know. No, so, yeah. uh, no. so there's so there's that. I don't right. actually. Are, I tried are, to friend you living. on Snap, and you never friended me back. So, oh crap! Oh, <laughs> it's an Ellen DeGeneres moment. Crap! <laughs> I think it's, it's probably the. Well, it's open now. It's that. great. There's a lot of activity. <laughs> I think we use our um, we use Snapchat in the family maybe once or twice a day. And wow. it, it's sort of like, you know, you want to I, I think part of what I'm doing is I'm pulling away from posting a lot of stuff publicly. I'm getting tired of mm-hmm. like when I send stuff to Facebook, my immediate reaction is that I get drawn into, well, how many likes did I like? Did anybody mm-hmm. comment? And and so I the people I really care about is my immediate family. And so we send funny pictures to each other and, and use it. Use it like that. That's cool. All right, Justin. What about your second one? All right, now we're 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 in the market for partial credit. My prediction was Amazon will be hit with an antitrust case, which I use the strong language because those always make for the best predictions. As of now, the, the recording of it uh, of this episode, they have not been officially hit with an antitrust case. However, as reported by Bloomberg, there is a looming possibility that an antitrust that antitrust scrutiny could come to Amazon's AWS service. Ooh, so I, I, I and that was only uh, uh, yesterday. <laughs> As of recording. As a, well, th- this is a prediction where we definitely are going to have to drop the veil for a second and admit we're recording this on December fifth because this could become true still by the end of the year. You could yes. conceivably could. have the FTC bring the case. And I would venture to say that the fact that the FTC is sniffing around not only in retail but in AWS means they are going to bring something. Whether some, it's an actual yeah. antitrust case or some kind of like out-of-court settlement of a fine, that that remains to be seen. But I'm going to give you 90% credit on this because something is going to happen. And and specifically, the reason why I made the prediction was because there were so many targets with Amazon specifically, and I thought it was going to come to the store where they are not only the the judge of who gets to list, but also the uh, creator of their own products. Uh, uh, so I, I, I assumed that's where it would come. But the fact that AWS is also there, you know, gives me a little bit rounder of a target, but but I'm feeling good I, about this one. I don't I don't want to be a hard nose here, Tom, but I'm going to challenge you a little bit. Is I, I agree that it probably is going to happen, but I don't think it's we have a, any indication that it's going to happen in the next 25 days. We don't. You're right. It could, so, or it might happen next year. But I, I bring that down from 95. percent All right, all right. That's you, you can't you can't give them close to full credit when it hasn't happened. I want credit on layaway. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was thinking you want an advance on yourself. Listen, right? Justin, if you just sign up for my credit card, I will give you 120 percent credit. I will be the credit card and uh, demand credit immediately. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- this is one of those where it's like, you are right. You're either, we're either recording too early or you're right too early. Uh, it's, well, I mean, it's one yeah, of those they, two. I'd add this to yet another uh, uh, bits of my frustration about the slow moving wheels of government. Yeah, yeah. And that, that could have been able to do it on their horse and rode a little sooner. <laughs> Having done these predictions episodes, shoot, every year since 2005, uh, I I have learned to try not to make the prediction that'll be true in five years because, the, you know, so I've had really good predictions that do end up becoming true, but not for yeah. years after my prediction show. Uh, so let's turn to my, my predictions from last year. The first one, I think, is 100% wrong in every way I can look at it. I said, uh, because I was caught up in this story in December of 2018, I said, lots of hand-wringing that food delivery will kill traditional sit-down restaurant businesses, which there was a little bit of hand-wringing in December of 2018. Uh, I don't think the hand-wringing actually got any larger over the course of 2019. There's still a little bit of it. Uh, we also haven't seen any big businesses go out. Uh, and and the number of food delivery-only businesses hasn't really made a big impact. We haven't really heard about like, oh, there's that one business that only exists on Postmates uh, or anything like that. They exist, but they aren't like top of mind. Uh, instead, what we're just what we're seeing is the traditional retailers of food like McDonald's, Taco Bell, et cetera, uh, just moving into partnerships with all of these food delivery services. Yeah, I think there are probably some restaurants uh, wringing their hands uh, and 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 watching inroads being made. Uh, at the same time, I think that this is all being adopted more and more universally and not that there's anything to be nothing replaces the restaurant business it's two different things right i mean you could order food every night and never go to a restaurant but you probably were already doing that some other way you know but but before you know a lot of these apps uh came to your town so so yeah i don't i don't feel like anyone's really talking about saving the restaurants well I, I, you are missing the hand wringing. So obviously that is the, the, the operative phrase here. However, you have seen the, the Uber uh, push to, to create more of these headless restaurants. Yes. uh, Yes. You, they are just there for Uber eats. You don't have any sit down area. And that in the very cost conscious uh, volatile world of restaurants would be a tremendous way to cut down costs and to actually get things off the ground. So in, that, in, 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 in a weird way, you're wrong only because you thought people would be upset about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, I thought it would start to like, you know, we'd see closed up Applebee's, uh, across the, across the country. And, and that's, that's not that, that didn't happen. Applebee's will never close down. The place will exist after the apocalypse. Yes. It's like the cockroach <laughs> of restaurants. At the bar <laughs> the all, all that will exist is our, our cockroaches and yes, the lime chicken. <laughs> should, we, should we get him a, a quarter of a point then? What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you guys are too generous. Uh, I, I do think that honest, I, I, I'm not going to give you anything because also like what you're betting on hand wringing. Like yeah. what? what 
What kind of fiction was this anyway? Well, I, I really, I had seen a couple stories about mm, food delivery. It's it's causing problems for restaurants that aren't adapting. And I, I really, and, and saw these headless restaurants starting to pop up, uh, which mm-hmm. we still have. And I thought, okay, this is going to be a trend. We're going to see a lot of, a lot of think pieces, you know, a deep dive from Vice about the decline. No, we didn't see any of that sort of thing. So. I, I, think, I think you might be right next year. This may right. be an example of I was too far think, too far ahead of the game. Yeah, I, I do that, think what's happening is that food delivery is stealing from different areas than we thought. People still like to go out to a restaurant because they like to go out to a restaurant yeah. where they're ordering food. Sarah, I, you, you touched on this. They're ordering food instead of making a frozen dinner, instead of mm-hmm. you know g- going through the drive-thru. The, it's not the yeah, sit-down. It's, like it's a burrito, not, a, not I would like a nice dish of pasta with yeah. a glass of wine. And the place with the drive-thru yeah. can easily start doing the food delivery through Uber Eats and Postmates, so they're not negatively affected. Now, uh, although, Allison, I do sometimes order a nice pasta and a glass of wine uh, through Postmates, and I pay dearly for it. <laughs> just a glass of wine? I'm just in general, you sometimes you're like, you know what, I feel like being fancy, but I don't want to leave the house. And then later you're like, that was $70, and it was just me. <laughs> huh, that was a bad idea. I had a plate of pasta and a, <laughs> and a, and a very mediocre red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I did better with my other prediction, though. Uh, I said that 2019 would be the year of wearables. The category will be successful, higher shipments, multiple new form factors. Now, you can argue with me whether it was the year of wearables. Uh, certainly didn't see as many form factor changes as I thought. Uh, but as of Q2, which is the most recent IDC numbers I could find uh, here, we have seen a 28.8% year-over-year growth in wearables. And we certainly are starting to see wearables treated as a growth opportunity to the point of Fitbit being purchased by Google. No, when you talked about wearables, did that include hearables? No, at the time I wasn't really. I was thinking more about the wrist-worn devices. Uh, But yes, now that you say it, of course it includes hearables because that is also (laughs) taking off. And and it's not a new form factor. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, have we seen any new form factors announced? Not really, not really. I mean, earbuds without wires on them is the newest form factor i think we, we've really seen uh it's not and it's not that new so but, but aren't there sorry tom monitors tom sorry one of i thought one of the the uh wireless earbud manufacturers has a heart rate monitor in it don't yeah they? but that's not really a form factor is it that's just a feature well, if you take the headphone i mean it makes it more like the i'm really trying to throw you a bone here yeah yeah okay, i appreciate this <laughs> It, more, it, it makes it a different form factor, and it's more of a wearable than a hearable. Yeah, it's right? a different form factor than on your wrist. Yeah, but maybe not crazy successful. Yeah, um, I, I I think I deserve at least majority credit because this this was the year that wearables really did uh, start to to come into the fore more. We talked about it a lot more often than we had been. Previously on DTNS, we would talk about wearables. Is it ever going to catch on? Is there going to be anything besides the Apple Watch? And and this year we saw uh, big rises from Huawei and Xiaomi and, and even Fitbit and Samsung uh, doing doing better, all raising their market shares. So it was a good year for wearables. Yeah, I'd give them some credit, but uh, I don't know. Justin's our toughest judge. No, I, I think I think you get you get credit here. Uh, you know, I 
I don't know exactly how bold of a prediction it was, but, but then again, <laughs> I don't know exactly how bold mine was. No so one asked to judge it on boldness. No, it isn't. <laughs> Although I will, I will say that uh, uh, Allison's is is the the like highest boldness to correct ratio because that definitely, even if there were signs, it went against long-standing Apple tradition. Uh, whereas, like a successful and growing market will continue to be successful and growing or a company that has sprawled without regulation will hit, uh, uh you know, Rocky <laughs> waters are, are more, they are, they are good earners, but they are not, you know, explosive. No, the Apple TV app coming to, I mean, I'll even say like, yeah, there's precedent for this. They, they brought iTunes to windows. They, they brought sure. Apple music to Android, but those are the exceptions that prove the rule with Apple. So yeah. this was definitely a, uh, uh, highest risk to highest reward prediction. Uh, I don't know if we've ever given a prediction of the year before, but if we did, I, I think that would definitely <laughs> this year stand out from the rest for sure. The Nacella Castaways gratefully accept your praise. Well, this has been super fun, as it always is. So thanks, everybody, uh, for joining us. Uh, Round the horn. uh, Let people know where they can find more of what you do. Shannon, starting with you. Twitter.com slash snubs. I'm at snubs on the Twitters. And that's where you can always follow me and find out where I'm going, what I'm doing, what convention I'm going to be at. I'll be at CNET, by the way. CNET. I'll be at CES, by the way. <laughs> CNET will be at CES too, I assume. But yeah. CNET will. Yeah, a lot of my friends work over there, so I'll definitely be stopping by their booth as well. Uh, and also, I wanted to mention snubsy.com slash threatwire. I did just open up a new store where you can buy t-shirts and stickers and stuff like that for Threatwire. Uh, all of the contributions go directly back into the show. So uh, since it is the month of giving, I wanted to say thank you so much to my patron supporters of Threatwire and everybody who watches and subscribes to that content as well because i love doing security and privacy and threatwire has been very successful because of our community so thanks everybody awesome judge robert young what about you well friends i have a brand new history podcast by the name of raise the dead and you can download it at raise the dead podcast.com it's also where you can find links that go to all of the pod catchers of your choice uh you know, of course, we're we're several episodes into the series by the time that you are listening to this, and everyone loves it. It's the biggest hit of the season. Boy, it's 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 uh, just people. I are wish terrible. I had predicted how dominant it would be. Oh, oh my god! Those yeah, last yeah. few episodes I listened to were amazing. Uh, thank you. Oh wow! Yeah, the, the unrestrained praise uh, for "Raise the Dead" episode three. <laughs> by the way, I, the Nixon episode. Uh, Definitely my favorite of the. That is the, the Nixon podcast. episode. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, everyone's gonna freak out as soon as they get their feast their eyes on young Dick Nixon. <laughs> All right, Allison <laughs> Sheridan, you keep uh, mentioning the Nocilla Castaways. How does someone become a Nocilla Castaway? Well, you go over to podfeet.com, and uh, my flagship show is the uh, the Nocilla Cast, where the Nocilla Castaways come from. And uh, you can also catch uh, Chit Chat Across the Pond, which is an interview show. And one of my favorite things to do every other week is the Programming by Stealth series with Bart Mushatz, where he's teaching us to program in an audio podcast. Woo-hoo. Sarah Lane, uh, we're, we're steaming towards the end of the year. Can you believe it? I, <laughs> you better believe it. Yes, it's uh, it's uh, it's been a wonderful year, um, especially with with uh, a plethora of guests, not least of which are still with us here on this here show. I'm a little salty right now because my predictions didn't go as planned, but 
you know, I was first, so I got my shame out of the way and then got to listen to <laughs> everyone else gloat and get partial credit for stuff that they didn't even deserve. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Enjoy that Postmates red. You'll be fine. Yeah. No, well, they, they don't deliver out in the sticks where I live now. So I really made some interesting choices this year. But uh, but no, it's been it's been a really good year. Hey, you know, Studio Redwoods going strong. Excellent. Uh, folks, we have new Patreon reward merchandise uh, to celebrate our six years of DTNS. Len Peralta created a special six year anniversary DTNS logo. Uh, you can get it exclusively through our Patreon on a sticker, a poster, a mug or a T-shirt, depending on which level you back. You just have to back that level for three months. Find out more at patreon.com slash dtns slash merch our email address is feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com write us right now we're live monday through friday at 4 30 p.m eastern 21 30 utc in our regular show you can find out more at dailytechnewsshow.com slash live see y'all back on monday with our tech predictions for 2020 we're gonna do so much better i swear <laughs> this show is part of the frog pants network Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.